0: Hello and welcome back to the Last Down Broncos podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On this week's episode, we're going to be breaking down the Broncos' five-game winning streak, their 29-12 win against the Browns to extend that win streak to five. We're also going to be breaking down some of the keys to the success during this stretch, like how Russell Wilson has contributed, P.J. Locke starting over Kareem Jackson, and the step up in the running game. All that and more we're going to break down in this week's episode. So stay tuned, and we'll break that all down for you. Alright, so first here we're going to start off talking about the win for the Broncos on Sunday. They beat the Browns 29-12, to and it was a very convincing win for the Broncos. They did a very good job. Like, I think I think the whole game, the momentum started right from the first series by the Browns. The Browns came out, the Broncos forced three and out, and then they went down and they scored. That, that big first touchdown was huge for the team, I think. It kind of set the tone on what was going to happen throughout the game. And then to force a turnover on the very next play, I mean, you kind of put the Browns right where you wanted them early on in the game, which is, I think, all you can really want from the Broncos. And I think a big thing that they did was they, during the game, is they uh, they ran the ball. They ran the ball a lot. They weren't afraid to run it. They weren't, I mean, the Browns' defense is historic. They have, like, extremely good numbers. They're, they're the best defense in the league by far. And the Broncos didn't really let them let them dominate them the Broncos came out they did a very good job they they ran the ball down their throat but they also took what they could like the big pass down the field to Cortland Sutton for the pass interference that was perfect by Russ like the team was just setting up runs and then they were able to work off passes uh later on in the drive like the big 30 something yard catch to Cortland Sutton right near the 10 I think it was and then the pass interference those two plays were what got them right into the end zone and then Samaj P. Ryan's shout out to him he like came in and he he made a huge play on the—I think it was a couple of yards out. So they really got started right from the get-go, and I think that was the biggest point for this that team. They never had to play from behind. They were ahead basically the whole game, and that's something that the team needs to build on, and they kind of have done that throughout the season. Like, not the season, but these five-game win streak. They've come out, and they've they've never let the game get out of hand. They haven't had to have—they've had a couple fourth-quarter comebacks— but it hasn't been anything crazy. Like, they come out and they score two touchdowns. They're up 14 nothing. Like, that's all you can ask for. I mean, they did allow two field goals and a touchdown later on, but then they come back. Field goal, touchdown, field goal, and then they finish the game with a safety. Like, that's all you want. And I think a huge shout-out goes out to Sean Payton because he's had this team playing extremely well. The team uh, averaged—they put up in this game 294 yards. That is great. That is great because it's against a Cleveland Browns team who has been extremely good. And the Browns team who has been extremely good against the pass. So to come out there, I mean, we had 125 passing yards, which is not ideal, but I think we knew that coming into the game, and I think Sean knew that, and we had 169 rushing yards, which is perfect. That's what you want. I mean, we're averaging five yards a play, and we're getting turnovers. It's, it's amazing. And we, we held the time of possession, which was a huge thing. We're 32 minutes and 48 seconds to 27 minutes and 12 seconds. So we're, we're holding onto the ball for much longer, which makes the game so much easier to be won when you're holding onto the game. And when you're keeping the Browns' offense off the field, it, it's awesome. And to with running the ball, you're keeping the defense, like you're keeping their defense on the field, getting them more tired out, and they're not going to be able to play as well. So by running the ball, we, we executed on one of their weaknesses. We totally took advantage of it. And we were able to keep our offense on the field and tire out. The one thing on their team that's amazing is their defense, so their defense wouldn't have to be as, as dominant because, or they couldn't be as dominant because they were just on the field for 32 minutes, almost 33 minutes, and you're going to get tired out there. And I think another huge shout-out needs to go out to Cortland Sutton, because, uh, sorry, not Cortland Sutton, Garrett Bowles, because Garrett Bowles did a great job on Miles Garrett. I think he needs a huge shout-out because Miles Garrett, he was there, that's for sure, but he wasn't his super, super, super Miles Garrett. He was held in check. And I think that was a huge part to the win as well. I mean, with if Miles Garrett went off there, got some more sacks, and he took away one or two of those scoring drives, the game is completely different. So shout out to Garrett Bowles. Shout out to the running backs. And uh, I think that's uh, something great to get into next. So we'll take a little break and talk about how the run game has progressed throughout the season. All right, so now I think we gotta we got to hop into the run game. Um, over the last five games, the run game has been completely different. We've been using it a lot more, and our running backs have really come into their own. Um, at the start of the year, we didn't really have set roles. We we kind of thought we did, but we kind of have figured out a lot more about what they're like right now. So Javante has really become our workhorse. He's been great. He's been able to pick up a lot of yards. I've been really impressed with Javante. I think he's come back, and he doesn't have those chunk plays that he that he usually does. I mean, he has chunk plays every here and there, but he's not really averaging tons of yards uh, a play. I mean, he's av- he what averages against the Browns. He averaged 3.6 yards a game. So he wasn't out there going crazy, but he was consistently getting chunks and chunks of yards, which is, I think, something that we need. And, I mean, he came out and he got 65 yards on 18 carries. So that's perfect. Like, we're giving him the ball. He's getting into a good rhythm, and he's he's running it. Um, Shamaji P. Ryan, he's become a very good running back. Samaje has, he has, he went 55 yards in one touchdown on seven carries. He's 7.86 yards a carry last game. I think that's amazing. Um, He's he's really coming to his own on a, as a third down running back. Like, he's been able to get those screens. I mean, look at the Bills game. He picked up two big screens or two or three big screens or passes, not screens, passes at the end of the game, which was huge for the team. And I think that he's really become valuable in his role And I mean, he even, he got the touchdown, uh, he got the touchdown this game against the Browns, which was huge, and he's just been, he's been great. He's been a really good addition, and I think having Samaje and Javante as our two one and two backs with their own separate roles has really helped us win and took a lot of pressure off of Russ, because we don't need Russ throwing the ball 50 times a game. We need him throwing it 20 to 30 times a game, very efficiently, and we need to rely on our running game. And I think the biggest surprise over the last couple weeks is, especially last week, this week against the Browns, is Jaleel McLaughlin's getting no carries. I don't know. Maybe Sean is just trusting Samaje more. I think that's what it comes down to. Because before, you saw Samajay not getting really any carries, and you saw Jaleel getting a lot of them. But now it's kind of switched. So the team has overall switched to a more running team. And, I mean, you look at Russell Wilson. He carried the ball 11 times against the Browns. For a touchdown and thirty-four yards, three yards of carry, which is good. He's being he's a lot more physical and he's a lot more he's he's able to get around and move around the field a lot easier. I mean, last year he came in overweight, he wasn't very mobile, he didn't really want to run. And this year he's come in, he's a lot more willing to run, which is important because that's a huge part of his skill set. So I think if as long as Russ keeps on running, I mean he does have the fumbles every here and there. He fumbled last game, which is not what you want. So you wanna see him get down more than you want to see him like Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts just keep on running and running and running. You want to see him get down, but he's been he's been good with the ball. So I think I think the running has been an extremely pleasant surprise for the Broncos this year. And I think we just need to keep on doing that if we want to keep on winning these games. We're a run first team. And as long as we keep on running and doing really well that way, I think we can keep on winning these games with running and our defense. And I think that transitions perfectly into what we're going to talk about next, which is how Russell Wilson has progressed throughout the season. All right, so the last thing I want to talk about here for our, our final segment here is Russell Wilson. He has been a pleasant surprise for this Broncos team, and that's for sure. He has 20 touchdowns and 4 interceptions on the season right now, which is on pace for 39, 30.9, so almost 31 touchdowns, which is incredible. I mean, it, it's Insane. Like this is not the Russell Wilson we saw last year, and he's thrown four interceptions on track for almost seven. So a thirty-one and seven. that that's that's crazy. This is not the Russell Wilson we saw last year whatsoever. The Russell Wilson we saw last year was sixteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions, which is not great at all in fifteen games. In eleven games, he's already surpassed that. He's playing much better. He is just he's a completely different player. And I think a lot of the credit has to go to Sean Payton. Not necessarily all the credit has to go to Sean Payton, but I think a lot of the criticism should not be going towards Russell. I think it should be going towards Nathaniel Hackett because Russell Wilson has more touchdowns than the Jets offense. And that's that's not... the Last year, I don't think we can put on Russell Wilson. I think you can put a little bit on him coming into camp out of shape and not being 100% really in the player that he could be. I think he was a little bit laxed but this year I think he turned it on. He really came into camp ready. He came into camp ready to learn and he's been what Sean Payton wants him to be, which is a quarterback who doesn't make a ton of mistakes and a quarterback who is willing to put the team first and go behind a run first offense and and be able to run the ball himself, and he hasn't been making stupid decisions. And the biggest thing for him is he's been the best quarterback in the red zone. I saw a stat this morning where he he's 17 touchdowns and zero interceptions in the red zone, which is crazy. Like, he has been super effective in the red zone, and I think that is huge for this team. He's just been an amazing quarterback this year, and the trade looks so much better now. I don't think I think this trade is much better. The Broncos trade you can't even be compared to the Deshaun Watson trade anymore. I think it's better by leaps and bounds. He's been so much better, and I think we should all have give Russell an apology because I mean Vance Joseph didn't do well earlier in the season, and we could apologize to him. But at the end of the day. The first half of the season, a lot of that was on him because he was the one calling the plays. Russell Wilson, last year, a lot of that I think can be put on Nathaniel Hackett because he's a different player this year. And it, the, that, at the end of the day, that one year with Nathaniel Hackett is the anomaly. The anomaly isn't this year with Sean Payton because he played like this in Seattle with Pete Carroll. The anomaly is the Nathaniel Hackett, uh, the Nathaniel Hackett year. So I think we should give Russell a lot of credit, and he has been able to turn it around. By not making stupid decisions. He's not throwing for crazy yards at all. His yards are not the greatest. I mean, he's not an elite quarterback when it comes to yards. I mean, 2199. That's pretty good. I mean, that's not that's not horrible at all. But it's I think it'll be less than last year. Um, I mean, let's see, he is on track four. 3,300, so, and 3,398, so that's that's pretty good, so although his game-to-game stats haven't been great, he's been consistently throwing the ball well, and I think Cortland Sutton and him have a very good connection, which is an important thing for this team, because he's been able to have that one reliable thing, and Cortland Sutton's been playing amazing, so I think he deserves credit as well. So I just think Russell Wilson has been great this year, and we gotta all give him some more credit. And he's just doing what it takes to win football games. So all the credit to Russell Wilson and hopefully he can keep it up for the rest of the season and finish out strong here. (laughs) All right, so I think one quick thing I gotta mention. I forgot before we gotta get out, but PJ Locke, he's really stepped up. We gotta give him credit. He had the big sack yesterday. He's been coming in for K Jack. And I think that honestly, here's my hot take right now. And P.J. Locke is the Bronco of the week. I think he, he played amazing. I mean, Pastor Tan played amazing as well. Cortland Sutton, Smage, uh, Javante, Russell even played all right. But I think P.J. Locke is. I mean, simply for the fact that with K.J. out, he's really stepped up. And I think that this Broncos team, honestly, hot take, they play better with P.J. I think K.J. being out isn't as big of a hit as we think it is. And I think having P.J. in the lineup is a huge asset to this team. And I think we should keep running him out there. And even if K Jack comes back, I think K Jack should be playing sp- uh he should be playing sparingly. I think PJ Locke should be getting in most of the touches in there on defense because he's shown that he is a legitimate player for this defense. And I think it's been a blessing for this team and the young players, like moving off from the old players might have been might be the it is the reason this team has gone like from one and five. To five, uh, to six and well, five, one and five to six and five. That's the reason it's been that is because of the young players. We have the young players in the defensive end, like uh, Jonathan Cooper, Baron Browning, Nick Bonino, and we have like P.J. Locke stepping up. And I think that this team has just been good because of the young players and huge credit goes to P.J. Locke. But with that being said, I appreciate everyone listening, and I'm your host, Andrew, from the Last Down Broncos podcast. Make sure to uh, listen everywhere and rate in five stars, and uh, let's go Broncos.